TV Coaches presents Hi Ivy Coaches listeners, thank you very much for tuning in. Our podcast intention is to make coaching more accessible. This series is called Pedari Series and it's conducted by Coach Sohail Michael Pedari who is a professional certified coach by ICF. He has 12 years of leadership and 5 years of coaching experience. In this series, he's conducting interviews with his peer executive coaches who have helped organizations and individuals internationally realize their dreams and achieve their goals. Thanks for tuning in again and please enjoy today's episode. All right, good afternoon and shalom. I'm Coach Pedari on behalf of IB Coaches here from Dubai. I've connected here with a lovely, lovely new friend of mine, and I would like to present you to Coach Tehila. How are you? Should I answer in Arabic? <laughs> Should I say marhaba? Oh, so thank you so much. Ana ismi Tehila. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. That's, that's, uh, that's the intercultural connection which is happening right now here between yes. Arab Emirates and Israel. So, Hi, hello. Uh, I'm happy to be here with you. Thank you so much. Uh, Tehila, obviously, we... We connected through a network of coaches globally uh, a couple of months ago. And look at this now. First of all, we have yeah. a great opportunity to grow relationships between coaches, between human True. beings, and between borders and uh, cultures to make history. The mystery, history is in the making. History is happening right now. So my, um, my question is, um, at Mohana? Yes, I okay. am. All right. So, okay, so let's start with this uh, podcast session here. And we are going to talk about a very, very unique um, um, subject, which is the coactive coaching. Now, yeah. you know, in the podcast previously, we've had coaches coming and all make experts of matter. Um, one coaching philosophy, which I have crossed roads with and I've actually trained uh, but I'd like to speak to our expert of matter on is the coactive model, the coactive model of coaching. What is coactive? Oh, please. This is a huge question. <laughs> Break it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love the coactive model, but if I need to, to explain what it is, it's starting to be a little bit complex. But let's make it simple. Make it simple. Okay. I see it as um, um, not just a model for, you know, to work for coaching, not just a way to work with people, more as a way of living, something to, to hold when you are wake, waking up in the morning and during the day. And it's basically um, the idea that we, everybody, are a combination between human being and we have the part of doing. So we have them both in us. And when we want to go forward, we need to combine them both, the part of being our emotions, our thoughts, um, and 
and and also our actions the way we talk the way we act it's a combination of both of them and the model is just taking in account this both things that was a long explanation i can see your face like <laughs> well obviously it is as you said it's a very complex um matter to describe but i think simplicity uh you know was, was the best answer to it now for many people when you hear the word co-active it, it resonates with saying you're involved it's it's, it's right. something that involves you as a person in, in a coaching um process the first thing that they talk about in the co-active coaching model is that people are naturally and then i put dot 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 that people are to be held naturally creative right creative resourceful resourceful and, and they they hold you don't need to fix them right so it's true i just talked about the you know the being and the doing but actually when i work with people i assume that they are they can be part of the whole process because we're talking about their life so they are the export experts and i expect them to be involved to be in present in what we're doing together because i know that they are naturally creative resourceful and whole and they can they can take part active part in the, in the process if they want to make a change go forward to something new i know that they know how to do that and they can do that they don't need me to tell them what to do and i think that's one of the strongest messages that any human being can accept or at least hear because i think when you're born in this world you're you're given that right right you're you're naturally right. you're naturally being provided that resourcefulness that wholeness right. and that creativity but then somewhere along the way things happen right what happens i mean you know um why people stop believing in the fact that they are not resourceful not creative not whole and because as you said you don't have to fix anything right everything is already in the package in every human being why do people do you think tehila stop believing or stop you know what i'm not even sure that people stop believe that they can't maybe we all have this little part that think that we can't and we have the other part that believe that we can so i guess we have this little you know conflict inside of us there is one part that that knows that we did it before we did many things we strong we have our resources we have our powers and we have a lot of evidence for that because we, you know we have our history Yeah. and in that history we have many many things that we already achieved and there is another part that is not sure that has doubts and i guess you know i guess each of us have his own history you know things that that happened to us things that people said to us that 
um, help us develop this uncertainty about how resourceful and how create, creative we are. So I believe that when we, when we want to, to, to achieve something, to, to, you know, to move forward, we have like two powers inside of us. Yeah. All right. and, and I believe that when you have someone that will remind you is, you know, the part that, that knows that you can, that you are able to do that, that you have many, many powers in you, then we are able to hear it more loudly. It makes perfect sense. I think reminder is the best practice that can happen in, in, in for anyone's uh, you know capacity to listen. Um, now, right. coaches are very well known for being a very capable listeners, right? Now, right. if the if the viewers and listeners are now watching this podcast, um, you come from uh, let's say um, not a small town, but a, you know a, a town very close to Haifa, and it's Kinyat uh, Tivon. So true. A strong leadership role model for, for women, uh, a, a strong coach. Um, tell us, who are you? <laughs> and where did the whole, you know, whole curiosity about getting into coaching start? Look at me. I'm just, you said, a leader, a role model. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is who I am. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, where, where can I start? Um, well, I'm a mother. I have three boys. And this is, you know, a huge part of my life. And, um, and, uh, and I am a person who asks questions all the time. I'm asking myself where I am right now and where do I want to go? And sometimes I feel the gap between these two places. And I'm curious about that gap. I always want to know what is, what is stands between where I am right now and where I want to be. And this curiosity is something that I take with me when I, when I meet other people with their dreams. So I'm a curious person. You know, I, I love to see from, from distance, of course, what is happening in other windows, you know, going on, walking on the street and I see a, a window and I am starting to ask myself how life looks like in there. And when I, when I meet a person, I am curious about what is behind the windows. What does he... Um, longing for and what is standing between that and where he wants to be. And with that curiosity to my world and to others, I am, um, I'm, I'm learning, I just, I, I'm learning about myself, about others, about the way I want to walk in this world. Is that a good question about who I am? I am so many other things. <laughs> But that is the, the first thing that came to my head. And I think what comes first is what means the most, uh, I believe. I think uh, identifying yourself as a mother and um, 
then as a leader, as a coach, is very humble and very applaudable. Now, I'm trying to be a leader as a mother. Oh, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. I know that you have a lot of success in the coaching world, and um, we'll come to that in a few minutes. Now, if I would say in the last five years, right, that we just passed and this current year, you know, what is the new belief or new behavior or habit, you know, that mostly improved your life? What Mm. would you say that would be? Can you share it with us? I love this question. And I have like two answers that just pop up, (laughs) you know, in my head. So I would say one is the ability to ask for help. Wow. To receive help, to ask and to receive, to receive help and to feel uh, that I'm not losing myself when I'm doing it. And the other one is um, the awareness of being a person who creates his own life versus being someone that is waiting for life, telling him what to do and where to go. So not always with a great success, (laughs) but during the years, it just became more clear to me that this these are two uh, states of mind and I have the ability and the um, responsibility to practice and, and to teach myself how to choose the, um, the state of mind that will help me you know, um, doing my dance in the world, you know, being, being more me. And, and, and bringing into my life um, what is making them worth to, you know, to live. That's, that's a beautiful answer. And uh, when you mentioned the dancing in the moment. And one of the other cornerstones of the coactive coaching model is dancing in the moment. Right. Tell us what is dancing in the moment. What, you know, what? we all have expectation. We can plan, uh, you know, before we started our call I was like I had all these uh, ideas of what you're gonna ask me and what I probably gonna say and how I want it to be like so of course we have expectations and uh, we do have to have some kind of control of things but also there is life and how things are just you know um, how things are in the moment. And there is something about our ability to just dance with whatever is around us. And to be, um, I see that as, as, as like, um, as, as a, the ability to hold some, something very strong, you know, to know where you want to go, to be focused, to have your goals. But at the same time, to be, flexible enough and free to just um well dance or act or be with what the world is brings to you to be more soft with things so right now you know i am not sure my plans for our calls are you know (laughs) (laughs) 
Usually nobody knows the plan for the calls. Because... Right. But I'm with you here. You know, I am trying to be um, present and authentic and just feel right now what it is and to just go with it. I think that's a great example to take because, you know, uh, the podcasts are never prepared. So therefore, right. we always perhaps naturally like to be dancing in the moment with, with the right. podcast uh, guests. So, so, so in, in, in the coaching practice, it means that I don't have plans. Yeah. I don't have agenda. I don't know what is the next thing to do. I don't know what is going to happen or what I want that you know my client will say or do and i'm letting myself to listen carefully to what to 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 what is not just saying to the energy around us and to let him to lead us to his right direction that's a great example because in many other aspects in life we tend to always plan. Everything has an agenda. There's a thought behind it. Even when we sometimes want to meet people, we sometimes think about what we have to do and say. Uh, and we don't really, really go into sometimes conversations or situations. You know, just go into that and take it from there. It doesn't mean right. that you're not planned. It doesn't mean that you're not having an idea. But, you know. So I there are some aspects that I can plan. You know, before we start, I, I definitely didn't, you know, we didn't have, like, you didn't uh, send me questions. But I could um, set or put some intentions to myself. I knew that I want to be very um, curious about what you're going to ask me. That I want to be authentic. I want to be real. I don't want to make too much effort. Um, so. I planned that. I asked myself, how would you like to be today in this call? So far, so good, I guess. I, <laughs> I hope, I hope <laughs> so. <laughs> you mentioned that you have become, you know, something that you've changed is ask for help. And just, you know, in the last couple of years. So here comes a question. The word no. Yeah, the word no, some, perhaps is good to be used more than less in some, you know, some places in, 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 your, in your day or in your life. How have you become better to say no in the last couple of years? And what do you say no to more now than you didn't do before? Oh, let's see. So, okay, you know, if I want to be to get better uh, with saying no, I feel that I need to have a strong yes. Okay, what is it that I want to say yes to? And when I have a strong sense of what is important to me and where, what is my direction, where do I want to go? Then my values starting to, you know, to be more, um, more alive to be more present. And then it's become easier to, to say no and to know why do I say no for the sake of what. 
So when I want to say no to something, I'll ask myself for the sake of what I'm saying no to that. There is a big yes. Okay. Okay. That is waiting for me to say no to something else. That's, that's one way of going to say no, because it's kind of, you have a big yes, you know, kind of thought about. Um, and have, and do you use it often? Is that something that happens now more often than before? Or is something that comes with experience uh, or circumstances in life? So what, what I use often, what I, what I use more often is to be very connected to my values. Okay. Okay. To know what is important to me and to ask it again and again, what is important to me in general? What is important to me today? Okay. So... Of course, when I know what is important to me, I need to make some space to that. And in order to do that, I have to say no. Okay. So yes, I think I think that I that I use more no. Um, and um, and 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 there is something about. And let me just jump to another thing that, that is, you know, having something with yes and no. And there is something about when you know what you're going to say no to, it's easier to say yes to other things. And what I love to say, and in the past two years, I'm practicing it more and more, is to say yes to things without really knowing how to do them. So this is uh, no to complete certainty. No to a plan that has all the t- details in it. And, and you brought just a small um, flashback when you said uh, saying yes to things I don't know more. Uh, and that's the reason we're connected because, the, you know. True. That's the re- the first reason that this connection happened is because you accepted an invite. Uh, it, no, uh, do you remember? You just you just asked me, would it be like, would you like? Like, what are you? We're going to talk about. I just I just said yes. Oh, did we did we lost connection? No, 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 no. For a second, so, a bit of a second. Yeah. So I just I said yes. <laughs> Of course, yep. I have no idea what we're going to talk about, and I'm not sure I'm going to be, you know, <laughs> not sure I'm going to be um, clear to myself or to others. But yes, I want that because it has something to do with my values, with adventure, with connection with other people, uh, with um, movement you know, to say yes to things so I can move and create more new things in my life. And I think that's what is happening right now, acceptance of, in terms of, you know, um, opening hearts and minds. Uh, you know, what's happening right now around us, we cannot be blind to it. And that's a step to the words, you know, another tomorrow, and a better tomorrow. And, and by accepting and having... Uh, maybe dancing in the moment, maybe the governments are dancing in the moment right now, and um, they are trying to put uh, a better bridge, more solid bridge 
in between the nations. So look at us, we are the bridge. <laughs> absolutely, and this was actually the this happened way before the announcement. So. That's true. <laughs> so we don't want to we don't want to take a credit away, but you know we should give ourselves a bit of credit. We uh, should take the credit because what we're doing now, this is the true, you know, the the this is the bridge yeah. between nations. Absolutely, yes. and 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 I I look forward more to that happening with bigger bridges and taller bridges and double little bridges and all that. So, so are you um, coming to Tel Aviv next week? <laughs> well, let's see the flights whenever they open. So I don't think that's a, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's in my bucket list for sure. Um, and likewise, huh, to Dubai and Abu Dhabi. So yeah. you touched on something and, you know, the, the question comes up as we go forward. Now, in the co-active coaching world, there is an emphasis when you sit with a coachee, um, exploring the captain, and the crew. Oh, yeah. Now, are we talking about a cruise ship? Are we talking about a, you know, a vessel? Uh, when you say captain and the crew, what are you guys actually talking about? Or what do you mean? <laughs> so, you know, um, we said before, there is uh, two powers between us, you know, the one that wants to move forward and the other one that is not so sure that he can do that, that he's creative enough, resourceful enough. So it's easy for all of us to hear this, you know, this voice that is saying that we can't. And many times our, you know, um, mission is to, to hear more the other voice that is telling us, reminding us that we can, that we have the powers, that we know how to do that, that we maybe did it before, that there is a wisdom inside of us that will help us to, to move forward. And this is our internal leader. So the captain is the leader that we all have inside of us. So in the co-active coaching, we're looking for an easy, easier access to this inner leader. And it's a, just a nice um, exercise that we do with clients. We call them actually clients. Okay. I prefer client than a coachee. It just put us both at the same you know, yeah. line. So we do this um, very powerful um, exercise, you can call it that, that helps them to find this inner leader and to define it. And then when they go in out to their life, they can connect with their inner leader um, easily. It's a very powerful uh, tool, and I, I must say a, a method. Uh, it, it must be beyond what you explained, obviously, that the experience of identifying the captain of the group. But you know what? Every morning we, we wake up with those, you know, those voices. Sometimes before we wake up, the voices wake up saying, don't do True. it. Don't wake up. Don't, don't wake up. Don't go. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't get out of the house. Um, don't leave your job. Yeah. Don't leave yeah. your job. Even if it's not in line with your values, if it's not resonating with your purpose. And that's one thing I want to talk about. You said something about values. And Many people have lost jobs in this period. Many people will lose jobs in a couple of coming months. 
many people have got new jobs. Yeah. What would you give as an advice to a young or younger or same age as us, as you, myself, somebody who's just going out to the working world or somebody who is in the working world and you know, to find their way? What is the best advice? And what would you tell them that they should ignore? Join us on the next episode for the rest of the discussion.